Hello and welcome to Trucking Answers. This is the trucking podcast that other trucking podcasts listen to to determine what they're going to say and what they're going to think. I'm here with Gracie, my orange co-host, who is watching the bird feeder. Now there's a squirrel back there and she's not doing a good job of keeping that squirrel out of my bird feeder. But uh, she will be up here at any moment to say many things to us. We do trucking and non-trucking related things here on the podcast because, as I always say, when you're at some other platform like YouTube, where I have a YouTube channel, or anywhere else, any other social media, they can tell you what to say and they can allow you to post or not. But guess what? When you get a podcast, you own it. And so I get to say whatever I want here and go into other things. So that's exactly what I'm going to do today because truck drivers don't just think about truck driving 24 hours a day. I know with how, as much as we love it and want to think about it all the time. There's other things to think about, current things that are going on in the news, so let's get into some of those. So we've got to talk about the shooting in Highland Park, Illinois. Terrible, of course. Of course. But uh, one thing I always tell people, you never know when your last day is going to be for whatever reason. So if there's something you want to do, go do it. Okay, so uh, there's always that. And here's the thing. We could end these kind of shootings, right? we refuse as a society to do what is necessary to end them maybe not end all of them you can't end you just can't end all things like that in any society unless everybody's locked in a single room and can never come out but we as a society are unwilling to do what it's going to take and what it's going to take is not banning guns guns are not the problem all right think about that for a minute anytime from a mass shooting to uh, being robbed in an alley, okay? The gun is never the problem. What is the real problem? And that's what we're unwilling to do anything about. The real problem, of course, is people. Now, as this goes on for days and more people come out, now everybody's coming out of the woodwork and said, yeah, this kid had problems. And I'm going to call him a kid, a child, because He's still a child, and I'm going to call everybody a child that doesn't support themselves. So you can't be an adult if you have somebody else support you. That means, as I always tell women who are looking to date a dude, which is they need to have their own car in their own name, car insurance in their own name, a place in their own name, and a phone in their own name, and all the bills they pay themselves. Until you do that, you're not an adult. You're a child. You're living at home with your parents wiping your butt for you. Okay, simple as that. And that's what he was doing. And I don't understand it from uh, most parents, to be honest with you. And that's a question that has not been asked here, which is why did someone else buy him all these guns? So here we have somebody now we find out who was (laughs) uh, threatened suicide and threatened to kill everybody in their family, according to news reports. Nothing was done about it because family members wouldn't do, wouldn't press any charges right then. So because of that, even though there was a, as they called it, a clear and present danger report put out, nobody would press any charges, so it didn't go any farther than that. Why do parents do this, I guess, is, uh, is another question I have. Why they let their kids live at home until they're a 1,000 years old? Why they baby them? And then when they really do have a problem, okay, like if your kid threatens to kill, commit suicide and kill all of you, that kid has got some kind of issue maybe we could take a look at what that might be and if that means pressing charges so that they can get in the system and get some help that might not be a bad idea 
Right. And that might have thrown up one of the red flag laws in the area. Now, they didn't say where he bought the guns from. Ironically, that city has a ban on the kind of weapon that he had. So probably the gun, there were no gun stores in the area selling that kind of gun. But regardless of that, you can always travel and get a gun. You can get them legally and illegally like everything else that you can get. There's, if something is banned, there's always a black market for it and it can always be acquired. So always remember that. But once this person and, well, look, there were people that came out and said all the way back to Cub Scouts, uh, you know, he had some kind of problems. Everybody knew there was something off. So once we knew this, you know, society, though, won't do anything about that because they don't want to stigmatize. Let's not stigmatize. And that goes through everything today. You can't even use certain words now. Oh, it's too stigmatizing. We have to change the syrup bottles. I mean, it's all ridiculous. What kind of stuff is all ridiculous, you know? And because we don't want to stigmatize somebody with a label, this is what you get. Because you're unwilling to do the hard work of saying, yeah, you know what, that person, they need to be out of society and watched 24 hours a day because they got issues. They got some kind of issues. But society is weak and getting weaker by the day. They're unwilling to, unwilling to do it. They're much less, they won't even say it, much less do it. People go out now and they're afraid to say things. You know, just simple things that you would have said, uh, you know, years ago to somebody that means nothing. And now they're afraid to say it. Oh, they look around. I hope nobody heard me say that. You know, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, looking for Aunt Jemima Serp the other day. I thought I was going to be arrested. You know, stupid stuff like this. And this all goes hand in hand. This goes hand in hand. We always cater in society to the lowest level, which I never understood in school. I didn't understand it. And at even at safety meetings and work. I don't understand it. Society does it. Parents now, many parents do it. Letting their kids live at home, letting them be sponges and do whatever they want. It's just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. If you're 21, right? 21, 22, like this person was, and they're out, they can go skateboard all day and they got money for guns. Why don't they go get a freaking job? Come on. You can't live here because you ain't working. All right. And even if you were working, you couldn't live here anyways. That should be the thing you know how many kids here live with us zero because i would not allow it all right when you were an adult now if you had some kind of problem your house burns down or something that's one thing where you have an emergency that's a that's one thing okay but it's another thing to just well i just don't want to go to work and so i'm just gonna live at home that's a different kind of thing okay so those are two different kinds of thing helping and you know being a pain like that is two different kinds of things I hope that in society we can get stronger and do something, but I really don't see that happening. Society is slipping into weaker and weaker, allowing, you know, degenerate, uh, you know, stuff like this person to exist, and it's just ridiculous, and we're unwilling. And the dad, did you see that dad on the news? Oh, my God. He says, oh, you know, stuff's going to happen. I didn't know nothing to do with it. He's the one, uh, this, you know. He couldn't get an FOID card. Now, you need a firearm owner's identification card to buy uh, those weapons. And he couldn't get one when he was buying some of them because he was underage. And so the dad sponsored him. You can have your, uh, I don't know if it's any adult or your parents, but could could go ahead and do it. He did this after the kid had threatened suicide and to kill everybody in the house. All right. So if you know somebody has a problem, you know, why isn't the dad charged with something and the mom? You know, why aren't they charged with... Uh, and why don't they charge with anything? Once you know somebody has, if you know somebody has a problem and you then help them get a weapon, why aren't you in on it as well? 
it's one thing if you say no way i'm not helping i'm not doing anything and you know the government won't do anything about it nobody police won't do anything that's one thing you go look this is all i can do but to go assist and say all right yeah i'll, I'll go ahead and, and help you with that you know, no way no way that uh you need to be uh, you know up to in my opinion for charges but you know i'm not the da in illinois certainly i wanted to throw this out there for the old youtube channel today the video is going to go up about a company that just closed its doors no notice no prior anything and guess what when we find out who owns this company a private equity firm all right more of that on youtube at uh, trucking answers on youtube there'll be a short video about that today but another company closes its doors that's owned by a private equity firm wasn't there one like recently that also has been bought by private equity be careful when your company gets bought by a private equity you know sometimes this might happen always be ready for with another opportunity no matter where you work no matter how long you've been somewhere always have in your mind always be looking around always be ready for the next opportunity so uh in the how your tax dollars are being spent department <laughs> here's forty thousand of your tax dollars going to be spent at new york university nyu and they're going to study why children favor whiteness uh -huh. it's called societal assumptions regarding typical personhood and their effects on reasoning development all right so that's pretty good that's a good way to use your money Despite national rises in racial and gender diversity, white men remain vastly overrepresented across a host of domains within the U.S., from media to politics to clinical research. There are more white men in the United States, so you're more likely to see white men just because there's more of them. All right, so I don't know, but I'm not in college. What do I know? Such overrepresentation poses severe costs to the rest of society. Women, men of color, white is a color, isn't it? Gender non-conforming individuals, BARF, particularly within the domain of health, were clinical trials, I can't uh, talk today, have historically prioritized the experiences, perspectives, and health outcomes of white men. Yeah. New York uh, University researchers hope to discover through their research the developmental trajectory by which children's default representations of people begin to favor whiteness and maleness over other identities. I mean, is really, is this what we're doing here now in society? This is where uh, money, oh, well, Mark, it's only $40,000, huh? All right, it's only $40,000. 40000 here, 40000 there. Pretty much, um, pretty much you're going to have, uh, eventually you're going to be talking about some money. In our more ways to waste tax dollar segment, uh, we go to the Federal Bureau of Prisons. So this would be any federal institution, Department of Justice. They're going to pay a private company $1.5 million. That's awesome. Why? Well, to develop transgender programming and curriculum. All right. Isn't that great? Look, you can be whatever. I didn't know transgender people had their own flag. There's a flag here. So I guess they get a flag. So I need to get a flag for myself. They're going to create a, the, and this is to a private company, of course. They're going to, uh, they pay the company and then that company will create Curriculum for transgender federal inmates that teaches techniques to seat support for mental health concerns and also for uh, instructional use of instructional workbooks and videos. All right, I don't know what those might uh, entail. And so also that the uh, transgender offender manual will include new protocols for uh, regarding gender affirming surgery. Now that look in prison, I believe 
no inmate should get any more care than what keeps them alive. All right, if you want anything beyond that, do not be a prisoner. All right, simple as that. You don't get surgery that is not uh, something that is life-changing surgery, right? So if something is not going to kill you, you don't get surgery for it. Got a wart, tough. Uh, you know, you got um, you want this surgery, tough. When you get out, then, uh, you know, as a libertarian, you can go be anything you want. As long as you don't bother anybody else, no problem. Okay, I got no problem with that as a free citizen. But when I'm paying for you on taxpayer dollars, and right, and as a free citizen, it's on your dime, not taxpayer money. But you want to get surgery? Go right ahead. Okay, that's fine with me. If you're a nice person, we can be friends. But in prison, you only get what is necessary to keep you alive through your sentence. And when you get out, then you can go do whatever you like because you're free again. But in prison, this kind of stuff is just stupid. It's just stupid. And plus, how many people are like that in prison? All right. It's just a small percentage. And we got to spend uh, all this money. And I, it wouldn't matter to me, right? Who it is. I don't care what you're in for. If you're in prison, you only get medical care that keeps you alive. Like, okay, you go in prison and you have high blood pressure. I would continue to give you your high blood pressure medication. But I would not do any surgery that unless it's some kind of life-changing surgery where if you didn't get the surgery, you would die. Other than that, no, you don't get any of this stuff. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And this one we should all love. Um, as we know, Biden is releasing oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. And some of that oil is being exported. Isn't that great? So this is, And this has been covered in the news. It should be covered more than it is. We shouldn't be releasing this anyways. That's not what the strategic reserve is for, just because people gripe that the gas price is high. By the way, it's not stopping anyone from traveling or buying gigantic pickup trucks or any or suburban sized vehicles or anything like that. You don't see people clamoring back for, you know, a diesel powered Chevy Cruze. So it doesn't seem to bother people other than they grumble about it. They're still buying it. But in June, 5 million barrels from the reserve, our reserve, went overseas to Europe. <laughs> okay, so, so don't anybody write to me, well, Biden is, uh, you know, he's helping the country. No, he's not. He's sending that oil overseas. If anything, that oil should all go here. It shouldn't be, being, it shouldn't be released anyways. Okay, but he cannot go out and say, hey, you know what? oil companies lower your prices okay and then send the oil that we already have that has already been pumped out of the ground overseas it this is typical typical government i wish people would stop believing their government you know d and r both sides of the same coin okay both sides of the same coin so He's saying, look, lower the price, and so then I'm going to release this oil, send it overseas, the price goes up, and then he goes gripes to the oil companies, like saying, well, I'm releasing oil from the reserve. It's going overseas. Some of it is going overseas. It's just really, they create a problem, and then they create a solution to the problem, which they don't implement, and then they say, well, we need more of the solution to the problem that we're creating. Look, don't be bamboozled by these people in Washington, all right? It's reported everywhere. Go look it up. Both sides are reporting, uh, you know, strategic reserve oil being sent overseas right out of Louisiana on ships to go overseas. Brilliant. I wonder who's paying the shipping. Probably us as well. That's not in there, but it's also probably us. That kind of thing is just ridiculous that this stuff happens. Uh, we're down here into the 480 range for gas. I've never seen it this high this long in my lifetime, but that, of course, that's not very old. I just started buying gas, you know, a few years ago, really. So. Uh, you know, because of 
my youngness. But this kind of stuff, just stupid. Just stupid. I wish people would realize their head out of their butt and realize, you know, DNR, both sides of the same coin. What I say, every election, nobody that's in office should get reelected, no matter who they are. Okay? No matter who's in office, you should elect the other person on the ballot or the uh, always a third party if somebody's running and if not then the other party of whoever's in office everybody gets tossed and that's the, that's how you send the message on everybody okay top to bottom from dog catcher all the way to president everybody gets booted out of there in our old people don't know what they are doing segment which always amazes me i have two things number one a woman in iowa is getting tickets from new york city for her license plate now it's an iowa plate and she says she turned it into the state 10 years ago so in most states including this one and in iowa when you say you sell your car and you don't have your car anymore you're supposed to actually take the plate and turn it into the state your old plates too like this year i got a new plate for my car because i guess it was time they sent a new plate in the mail i'm actually supposed to take the old plate and turn it in to the state um here's the thing don't ever do that <laughs> i have all my old plates going back many many years um and i just keep them i'm not turning them into the state so she turned it in and now it's getting her tickets for 10 years later because who knows what happens to it when you turn it into the state stop doing that oh, i'm sure she's like well that's what they told me to do forget all that forget all that oh my gosh do not do that kind of stuff keep your old plate. What is the state you tell? Oh, what is the state going to say? By the way, they've never asked me for it or anything because you do all this stuff through the mail. But if they did, I go. I don't know. Somebody stole it. You know, as simple as that. I would never give it back to them. Just like old phones. I have every old phone on in a drawer. I don't uh, get rid of that kind of stuff. So, and in an other news of other old people, and this is for everybody also. So a woman gets a phone call. And she's also old. This woman here in Iowa is 85. This one was 80-something years old. And she answers it. There's your first mistake. Never answer the phone unless you know who is calling you. And by the way, just because it has a business name and number there does not mean it is legitimate. These places can be spoofed. So nearly every call that I get goes to voicemail because people that want to talk to me are going to text me first or whatever and say hey i'm going to call you in a few minutes or whatever because so that's how you do it all right for security so she gets a call from what she thinks is dish network apparently and she happens to have dish because it says dish network on the phone and their their legitimate phone number that stuff can be spoofed okay old people all right and it was probably on a jitterbug phone all right so so she answers the phone which she that's her first mistake and some guy who she said had an accent, which I can imagine, was talking to her and said, oh, they had a new deal there. And here's what they do. They just call everybody. And eventually they're going to get somebody who has Dish Network. I'm from Dish Network. And they're like, oh, okay, great. He says, look, they have a deal for her that they're giving out to people because, I don't know, because they're nice people. And if she wants, she can get a bunch of channels turned on for a very small amount of money and he can lower her bill because they're got a deal going on because of the you know economy and everything so she's like yeah great idea or whatever and he goes all right look i'll turn on showtime or whatever it was just give me your login information to your uh dish network thing so she does that brilliant it's a brilliant idea right of course and he does get it turned on i don't know how that works i'm sure there's a way to hack that to turn it on so she believed him 
So he said, look, we're going to give this to you and give you this discount, but all you got to do is pay the taxes up front. Get this. Now, hang on. Now, this is, of course, legitimate, right? And he says, all you have to do is go and get an eBay gift card for $60 and uh, give me the information off of it. Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah, and you get an eBay gift card. Now, I don't know about you. Do you think, all right, ready, do you think this is legitimate? How do people not understand this is not legitimate? If you want any dealings with Dish Network or whatever, you call them directly on a number that you look up on the internet, on their website, or what if a number you have for them already. I would never do anything where they call me. Uh, if, even if I answered, which I wouldn't, all right, but if I'd answered, I'd say, all right, well, let me call you back and uh, we'll get this taken care of. And I'd go look the number up and call them because this way is just stupid. But what does she do? Oh, of course, she goes and gets one because naturally this is how businesses all conduct business. When I go to Duke Energy and pay my bill, I just go, I get them a Google Play card and send it to them. <laughs> right? That's how, I, that's how I paid for the electric here. I just go get a Google Play card and uh, that's how you pay. But come on, come on, people. I'm so sick of old people saying, oh, if you live this long, you'd know something. Look, you don't know anything. You've lived way longer than me. You have no idea what you're talking about. So she does it, and then turns out when she gets her next bill, it's not reduced. Can you believe that? So she calls them, and they go, well, we don't know what you're talking about. And so she calls the police. What do the police tell her? Your money's long gone. Okay, and I'm, I'm surprised there's only $60, but maybe they're more likely to get people to do it. When you get these large amounts, they don't do it. But here, they've gotten people to do it. So, of course, she gave the number. As soon as she gave them those numbers, I'm sure that money is gone off that card immediately. And that's the end of it. There's nothing the police can do. She's like, I just want to warn other people. We all know it, okay, Edna Schmiegelheimer? We know it. This is not how it works. And there was another case, too, which this reminded me of. Same kind of thing. Although it was, it was fooling a lot of people uh, of all ages. I don't remember what state it was from. But what they were doing is calling people up saying, hey, you uh, are being fined. How did it go now? It was for it was a jury duty fine. I said duty. And they said, because you didn't show up for jury duty, we're going to arrest you unless you pay a jury duty fine over the phone. And how was it? It was it was like an Amazon gift card there. It was because it's always gift cards. Go pay an Amazon gift card because, you know, the government always accepts payments through gift cards and third party gift cards. By the way, they don't find you over the phone like that. They, I, was, I assume they would write to you or something like that. They wouldn't call you up. I wonder what and it didn't say what the what the girl ID was jury duty fine department or something like that. But people paid it. A lot of people paid it. And w the way that this ended, which I love, is people, they told them, uh, go get this card and then give us the number, okay? And then once you scratch it and give us the number or whatever off the back of the card, mail the card to the jury department at the town hall and they had the number of it. And so this the town hall started getting these gift cards with the people's name <laughs> I can't even stand it, okay? I'm going to wake the cat up. The people's name, right, Gracie? She's looking at me, right? The people's name and these gift cards and things started calling people like, what are you doing? And it turns out, and it had, once they found out, I guess they put the thing out, and it was thousands of dollars that people had done this with. And I'm like, you know what? This is another reason we're not on Mars, because people are idiots. Every The whole population, basically, is a bunch of idiots. You do not pay the government with a gift card, okay? You do not pay 
Dish Network with a gift card. You don't pay anybody with a gift card like that over the mail, in the mail or over the phone. <laughs> That's not how it works. If you want to talk to a business, you call them, not they call you. And even if they call you, call them back. Any legitimate business, especially if they have a deal going on or something, you say, look, I just want to make sure, so I'm going to call you back. So if it's a legitimate deal, they'll have that deal in 10 seconds when you call them back. But this, <laughs> I love that they ma- had to mail the card. I don't know why they did that. They should have they should have set up a P.O. box, really, and then have the card mailed there. Oh, yeah, we have a P.O. box set up for this, so mail the card. That way they could collect the cards or just let them sit there, really never collect them. And it would have taken longer. They could have had the scam going longer. But they had to mail, them, mail the card downtown. Maybe just to show off on how stupid the people in that town are. Just just the dumbest thing I ever heard of. Moral of the story, do not pay for things with a gift card. All right, (laughs) through the mail or on the phone. All right, so check out the YouTube channel, Trucking Answers. I'm Mark at TruckingAnswersNation.com. Be safe out there, and uh, we'll see you on the next one.